Hi, and welcome to episode 74 of C3 Crystals, Cauldrons, and Cocktails. I'm Ren. And I'm River. And this week, we are going to talk a little bit about skinwalkers. There are different versions of skinwalker legends from different cultures, and some of them are really interesting. But yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, we want to make sure that we don't come across as trying to be representative of what different cultures believe, because we are not part of all those different cultures. Mm -hmm. Um, So we certainly don't mean to be offensive. We just love talking about this stuff and um, seeing what each other thinks about this kind of stuff. This is what started this podcast. Yeah, I like to think that we're not trying to appropriate or whatever, like, you know, we're just trying to educate. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you might think, I mean, you're and and talk. I mean, yeah, you're not of the culture, so how are you trying to educate? But anyone can educate their themselves on yeah. anything. You know, it, you don't have to be a specific culture to be able to educate yourself on said culture. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not appropriation if you know you don't go out. And now, if I went out and said I'm blah blah blah, and I'm not, yeah. That's, yeah. That's not I, right. I'm Navajo and I know this stuff. Yeah. That's no, no, correct. no. I'm not saying right. I know anything. Yeah. I'm just right. saying we like to talk about this. This is something we've talked about a couple times, but we haven't actually delved into it. So that's yeah. what I'm really excited about today. Yeah. It was really funny because as I was doing the research, I'm like, oh my goodness, this sh- might should have been one of our after dark episodes. Some of this stuff is really dark. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. But, but, but first things first, what are we drinking? Oh yeah. I forgot. <laughs> so how can you forget this? This one y'all is very dangerous. Um, I'm calling it the bubbling bruja. and it is a lovely pink drink. You know, February seems to have been my pink drink season. <laughs> um, and it, it's kind of reminiscent of Valentine's Day, which was earlier this month. Um, it's chilly, but it's lovely, even though it's in December. It has gin. Mm-hmm. I made a strawberry puree out of fresh strawberries and sugar and ice. Mm-hmm. I used infused uh, cucumber lime water. I actually just bought a smart water that had cucumber and lime flavors because I thought those flavors would go really well with the strawberries. Mm -hmm. You can add simple syrup. I didn't because I don't like mine sweet, but you do like your sweet. And then lime juice or lemon juice, whichever. And then sparkling wine, which, you know, Mm -hmm. that's one of my favorite things. And I love it. And I did use lime instead of lemon and I didn't use the simple syrup. Um, you know, actually, if you want to use a frozen strawberry puree, some of those come with sugar in them. So it mm-hmm. might not be that you need to add sugar. Mm-hmm. Some of them are really bitter. Um, I had my husband go and buy groceries for this because I really wanted to to do this tonight for this one. <laughs> and so he bought me fresh strawberries and they're lovely. So yeah, I am I am really worried I'm gonna drink this really fast during this episode and may have to go make another one. Mm-hmm. Um but it's very dangerous because I don't taste the alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. And I used could... the I used oh. that Empress Gin that we did on TikTok. Uh-huh. That and so it's it's pinkish, bluish hue. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. I was saying you could I was gonna say you could probably uh swap what I did, swap the sparkling brute for a Moscato for that extra mm-hmm. sweet. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not a big Moscato fan, and yet I that's one of your favorites. Love Moscato. I found a new Moscato. I can't remember the brain off the brain. <laughs> <laughs> your brain. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember the brain off the top of my brand. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I can't remember the brand off the top of my head, uh, but it's like a blue bottle, and like I think actually my husband discovered it first, like. He was like, oh, I found this, you know, I went shopping, found this. You should give it a try. It looked good. I saw it on TikTok. I was like, okay, it's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, our our husbands are very, very supportive of us, which is wonderful. <laughs> okay, so what is a skinwalker? And the exact origins of the skinwalker legend are ambiguous, but they are generally said to have been evil witches with the ability to change their shape or take possession of animals and other people. These abilities are alluded to in the Navajo phrase, and I'm sorry for mispronouncing this, ye nadalushi, which I am saying with an accent from, you know, French or something, because that's the language I took, but it means um, with it, he goes on all fours. Mm -hmm. Did you, okay, I don't know if you had this, but... While I was doing some research, uh, did you find anything on not saying Skinwalker? Yeah. Okay. But not in detail, so maybe you can. I know go I don't to have that. anything in detail. Well, kind of. It's well, like he who not who he who shall not be named. You know, where you don't want to say Voldemort. It's this. You end up bringing your their attention to you. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. They know that you're talking about them. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why in some cultures, people only call it it or, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, that's very cool. A Ren fact. <laughs> so according to some traditions, skinwalkers were once actual healers and medicine men who were corrupted by their own power and turned evil in modern times. I mean, and turned evil. But in modern times, comparisons are actually made to things like the Sith Lords of Star Wars, the Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a, that just shows my nerdiness. Mm -hmm. Um, it has also been said that social transgressions and breaking of tribal taboos can cause someone to begin, become a skinwalker, okay. which I've got a whole section on how do you, how ideas on how you become a skinwalker. Mm -hmm. The skinwalker is a legendary creature. These are all definitions that I found. So they're all a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Usually a witch in certain Native American uh, cultures, and that is somewhat analogous to the European werewolf. Like the werewolf, it is a shapeshifter, human at times, and at other times taking on the aspect of an animal, usually at night. Mm -hmm. And because of this connection with other animals and and shapeshifting skinwalkers are often lumped in with all other shapeshifters like werewolves and that kind of thing but they are a totally different um legend uh-huh uh-huh in its animal form a skinwalker can be virtually anything including a wolf coyote fox bear owl or crow Although skinwalkers may have a favorite form that they customarily use, they have the power to become anything they wish. And later on, I talk about a little bit of an, a distinction, and it might depend on how powerful of a skinwalker you are as to oh. what you can turn into. Okay. Did you know, by the way, speaking of coyotes, that coyotes mate for life? Aww. And so I was worried. I was thinking, okay, so if 
does that mean if you have two skinwalkers and they use the skins of mated coyotes, are they going to be mated skinwalkers when they're in the form of the coyotes? I do I've dumbfounded <laughs> her. I have totally dumbfounded her. The look on her face. <laughs> uh, yeah, my mouth hung open for a second. That uh, <laughs> River thinks of and three o'clock in the morning when she should be sleeping. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, wow, I wonder if they're mated skinwalkers. Anyway, yeah, total, totally different thing. So while the creature is uh, known mainly from Navajo folklore, analogies exist in the history of other tribes as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another definition, a skinwalker is a human who has gained his or her powers through witchcraft. They are frightening, dangerous, and difficult to kill, mm-hmm. which has earned their power through violating a taboo and generally use it to harm others so they are considered a sort of monster. In its animal form, a skinwalker is very fast and impossible to catch. It sometimes transforms itself into animals simply for the purpose of traversing great distances quickly. Um, and these creatures might also transform in order to wreak havoc on others as their identity is hidden and they'll be able to escape quickly if necessary. Mm-hmm. But both humans and animals are supposed to be able to easily tell a skinwalker from a real animal because it doesn't move completely naturally in its animal mm-hmm. form. Yeah, like um, it's it, it, it can, quote unquote, look like an animal, but mm-hmm. it can't fully be that animal. So... <laughs> It's kind of like the AI that we have, you know, you can make on a computer game, you can generate a figure that looks almost human. Yeah, but you know, but it's, it's not it's not quite yeah, you, right. You, and you just looking at it know that it's no, not. And that's yeah. the same with this where yeah. you can look at it and there's just something off about it. And mm-hmm. you're, you're like, no, like that's not normal behavior mm-hmm. of whatever the animal is. Yeah. A skinwalker typically wears the pelt of an animal that he or she will transform into, usually with no other clothing. And because of this association with such creatures, wild animal hides are taboo in Navajo culture and rarely seen, which I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I found on this one particular website. Mm -hmm. A skinwalker can only be defeated if one can discover his or her human identity. And this is possible if it is tracked back to his or her home, or in some stories, if one is wounded and that same injury is later noted on a human. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. Okay. Which the possession thing was a different part of this one. I have a question. Okay. So when you say... Uh, they typically wear the pelts of an animal. Do they kill the animal and then wear their skin, or do they do they just have the ability to poof, you know, like magically, like you know, probably painfully grow a new skin? I couldn't find an answer to that question. Well, part of what I talk about later when you try to track them, it does talk about how when they change, they don't change cleanly. So uh-huh. that there are patches of fur and stuff left. Mm-hmm. You just sneezed. Bless you. Yeah, I, I muted so that y'all <laughs> didn't have to endure my. <laughs> the skinwalker is just one type of several um, Navajo witches that are considered um, dangerous. But I think the skinwalker is supposed to be their most volatile and dangerous of mm-hmm. the witches that that they uh, talk about. Mm-hmm. For the Navajo people, 
witchcraft is just another part of their spirituality. I mean, not necessarily in the word in the the way I'm talking about witchcraft because I think they do believe witches are bad, but they have medicine men and wise women and yeah, it's that a different. Kind of thing. It's a different type it's a, of of magic, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's what. Yeah, so it's another part of their spirituality, just one of the ways of their lives. And as mm-hmm. such, it's been a long part of their culture, history, and t- traditions. It says witches exist alongside humans and are not supernatural creatures in and of themselves. They are. Okay. Um, you, you don't. You aren't necessarily i haven't read anything that says you can be born as one Mm -hmm. it's you're a human and basically you make the choice which i'll get into later okay to become a skinwalker the navajo believe that there are places where power the powers of both good and evil are present and that those powers can be harnessed for either good or evil and that which is kind of like witches in general i think think that the energy is there, but the energy isn't really good or evil. It's the user that's good or evil mm-hmm. or how they use it. Mm-hmm. Medicine men utilize these powers to heal and aid members of their communities, while those who practice Navajo witchcraft seek to direct the spiritual forces to cause harm or misfortune to others. So that's, even though medicine men are magical as well, they are the quote, good, you know, trying to help their community, whereas the skinwalkers are wanting to use that magic for harm to hurt Mm -hmm. others or to the misfortune of others. Um, This type of Navajo witchcraft is said to be called the known as the witchery way. And it says it uses human corpses in various ways as uh, such as tools from the bones, which I I did an episode on bone magic. Um, Mm And the connotations that are used to curse, harm, or kill intended victims, which we should probably in our um, Baneful Magic episode on the After Dark series mm-hmm. that we do, that um, may be something to bring up in that one. The knowledge of these powers is passed down from the elders through the generations. Mm-hmm. So supposedly it's also a secret sect of witches, or one of the definitions is that it's a secret sect, mostly men although there are some female Hmm. who creep out into the night and take the form of swift moving animals like the wolf or the coyote. They are said to gather in foreboding places to work dark magic against their victims and engage in various taboo rituals of incest, corpse defilement, and sibling murder. Mm -hmm. There are other... Yeah. So some... uh, Okay. So based on our information, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're getting, we're getting it off of like, you know, hopefully credible sites and everything. Mm-hmm. But with how history has been lost with Native people, mm-hmm. and I know that they, I mean, there's still a lot of history there, but a lot has been lost, right? Well, and they also don't share that with outsiders either. So yeah. there may be um, information that's not lost. That's, we just don't know. We it. just don't know. And some of this could also be incorrect. Oh, yes. I you have know? no doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. when you say like um, corpse defilement and sibling murder and incest, my brain is instantly triggered to like what the Englishman tried to pick, like paint a picture of how natives actually were. Right. And so mm-hmm. I I have a hard time picking between like what to believe and what not to like i understand that this is a real belief of the native people 
Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. honestly could believe it, you know, like I, you know, that skinwalkers are a thing. I, I have, I, I, ab- I, 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 I think it's so. a thing too. Mm-hmm. But then I want to also understand where, you know, where the belief is and where it stops based on how Englishmen and um, yeah, and where it becomes... wanted to depict them and their, their beliefs, you know, quote unquote, and how yeah. they were bar- quote unquote barbaric, you know, where so, it becomes rumor instead of yeah, actual yeah. You know, legend. I, I mean, yeah. I think most legends have a basis in fact, mm-hmm. and there mm-hmm. may be a whole lot of information that we will never know because we are not. Part oh yeah. Of that yeah, community. definitely. Definitely. Um, there are other creatures and cultures that are similar, like the skinwalker, but aren't the skinwalker, like the Wendigo. And mm. that one oh, also yeah. in- involves cannibalism mm-hmm. um, and is not necessarily a voluntary act like skinwalking supposedly is. Well, isn't wind Okay. Wendigos, you can voluntarily become a Wendigo, well, but it's so- also like a, you can also become one involuntarily from what i remember of wendigos now i read a lot of science fiction and a lot of urban fantasy and so a lot of my quote knowledge is based on stories that authors have made up and Mm, twisted mm -hmm, into the mm -hmm. the stories which i love the stories um, but you know I, i know they've done research but what i remember about the wendigos which that's how i pronounce it there are some people that call it the wendigos yeah um I've always called it the Wendigo that they, that formed, it was men that got uh, trapped in a cave and had no choice, but to eat each other in order to survive. Mm-hmm. And that that's where the first Wendigos came from. And that a scratch from a Wendigo will turn you into a Wendigo, kind of like okay. the werewolf story mm-hmm. that it's mm-hmm. some kind of disease that a bite or a scratch will turn you into a werewolf. Mm-hmm. But then I could pick that apart scientifically. Mm-hmm. Wendigos, anyways. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, yeah. I, but yeah. I thought like it was like involuntarily, but you could also voluntarily become one. I, I mean, I in, guess if you want to go not stand and and get you know scratched by one, you could. But how do you know they're not going to eat yeah. you? I know, but to like become a Wendigo, like starving, feeding on like on your, dead bodies, on dead bodies, your own species, like you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. So that, that, that does bring us to how to become a skinwalker. And there okay. are several theories out there and there's more than what I've found. But first, the, the one I found very interesting uh, says that in order to become a skinwalker, he or she must be initiated by a se- that secret society that I was talking about in one of the definitions that I just said. Mm-hmm. And it requires the evilest of deeds. You have to kill a close family member, most often a sibling. Mm-hmm. So this is coming back to some of those definitions above that that mm-hmm. I was talking about. Mm-hmm. After you've completed this heinous act, killing your sibling or close family member, whoever it might be, the individual then acquires supernatural powers, which gives them the ability to shapeshift into animals. Most often, they are seen in the forms of coyotes, wolves, foxes, but there's also cougars, dogs, and bears. They -hmm. really can take shape of any animal. I've heard birds, you know, ravens, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm They then wear the skins of the animal they transform into, hence the name skinwalker. Sometimes they also wore the animal's skulls or antlers atop their heads, which also brought them additional power. 
They choose what animal they want to turn into depending on what the ability is that they need for whatever particular task that they're wanting to do. Mm -hmm. So if they need speed, like it said above, you know, they want to travel really quickly, they would turn maybe into a cheetah who can run 60 miles an hour, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, If you need strength, you might want to turn into a bear. Endurance, stealth, claws, teeth, whatever it is, you um, transform into that particular creature based on what it is that your goal is in the transformation time period that you're about to go through. Okay. You know, it said, and I think I said that, I might've said this already, that um, it's considered taboo for the Navajo to wear the pelt of any predatory animal. However, they can wear sheepskin, leather, and buckskin Hmm. because those, I guess if you transform into those, that's not necessarily a predator type creature. Mm -hmm. And again, Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's correct or not. Uh Another thought of how you become a skinwalker is that these witches evolved from living their lives as respected healers and spiritual guides, you know, the wise people mm-hmm. who then later chose to use their powers for evil. And although they can be male or female, they're most often male. They walk freely among the tribe during the day and secretly transform under the cover of not of night, not, 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 not. <laughs> It's not involuntarily like the werewolf. <laughs> it's not involuntary. Oh boy. <laughs> um, it's it. It happens. You know, the werewolf allegedly happens. Wow, I'm struggling. I told you these <laughs> drinks were dangerous due to bite, scratch, illness theory, that kind of thing. This mm-hmm. shapeshifter shifting occurs because the user voluntarily wants to do it. Okay. So I found this this explanation on Reddit which was really short and to the point, it says, first, you have to be a Navajo shaman. No no one else can become a skinwalker. Okay. At at least this particular brand of skinwalker in this culture, you you have to be a Navajo shaman. Okay. Then you have to kill a close relative very personally, which usually means by strangulation or stabbing. Okay. Then you have to have sex with the body. Then you have to consume the body with other skinwalkers. Okay. And because of this, they are considered the most malevolent beings in Navajo legend, um, which I would say that sounds pretty, pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And then um, you have to be invited into the order to be initiated. So skinwalkers, they say, are in covens or or they could be loners, but they have to learn from another skinwalker. Hmm. Okay, which I, I thought was interesting. That so those interesting. are mm-hmm. those were the some of the ways I found that you could. It takes something pretty heinous and voluntary, mm-hmm. volun, voluntary, <laughs> to become a skinwalker. <laughs> okay. So what? Why? What does a skinwalker do? What? Why would you want to be a skinwalker? Mm-hmm. So skinwalkers are also able to take possession of the bodies of human victims if a person locks eyes with them. Oh, yeah. After taking control, the witch can make its victim do and say things that they wouldn't otherwise say. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And then once um they are shape once they're shape-shifted, one way that others could tell that they were not a real animal is that their eyes are different than those of an of an animal. Yeah. Instead, their eyes are still very human. Mm-hmm. And when lights are shined on them, they turn bright red as opposed Ooh. to like with a cat, you know, sometimes it's green or yellow. Mm-hmm. And then alternatively, when they're in human form, their eyes look more like animals. 
Oh. Uh, yeah, I was about to ask, like, when they're human form, do they look more human because they have, like, they were they were human, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, I guess it starts to slip in between the two forms mm-hmm. if, once you start to do it. Well, that's interesting with the red eyes because I've seen both yellow and red in stories. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the evil society of witches gather in dark caves or secluded places for several purposes. They might need to initiate new members. They might have like a coven meeting, just like witches do and plot their activities. You know, let's plan our, our March meeting for, uh, our skinwalker activities. Who's taking the minutes. (laughs) 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 Um, they, can harm people from a distance with black magic, and mm-hmm. they perform dark ceremonial rites. Okay. These ceremonies are similar to other tribal affairs, including dancing, feasts, rituals, sand painting, but were corrupted with dark connotations. So they mm-hmm. take all of the normal native um, ceremonies and turn them dark. They twist them to a dark meaning. Mm-hmm. The evildoers are said to engage in necrophilia with female corpses, commit cannibalism, incest, and grave robberies. See, this is starting to come up more and more. And mm-hmm. all the different places that I looked, I'm starting to gather these fa- these facts, whether they're facts or not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But these tidbits seem to c- start becoming up, coming up over and over and over. So I'm mm-hmm. beginning to wonder, you know, is this one of the nuggets of of truth mm-hmm. during the gatherings the skinwalkers shapeshift into their animal forms or they go about naked wearing only beaded jewelry and ceremonial paint the leader of the skinwalkers is usually an old man who is very powerful and a long-lived skinwalker okay skinwalkers also have other powers including reading other people's minds Ooh. controlling their thoughts and behavior causing disease and illness destroying property and even death i like how destroying property was thrown in there yeah causing disease illness destroying property and even (laughs) death like like (laughs) but you know i i kind of feel like like you were talking about how this might be more the non-culture people throwing that kind of thing in there because that's how witches were treated in the Mm -hmm. past too Yeah. yeah oh yeah the 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 milk soured on the cow it must be a witch yeah i completely believe skinwalkers mm-hmm. um it's just like i believe witches like you know mm-hmm. but you have to think exactly about how our story is mm-hmm. and our history and people still have that ugh you know like witches are bad stereotype and so i just yeah i sit here and i wonder how much of this is quote unquote stereotype based on how events happened Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it says that skinwalkers are also able to take control of creatures of the night like wolves and owls and make them Mm. do their bidding in in addition to other humans um some are able to call up the spirits of the dead and reanimate the corpses to attack their enemies and because of this the uh, natives very rarely in the past i guess ventured out alone i don't know what the common day today's beliefs are Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. its supernatural powers are uncanny uh they have the ability to run super fast uh faster than a car 
They have the ability to jump high cliffs. They're agile. They're impossible to catch. And they leave tracks that are actually larger than those of the animal that they are shape-shifted into. Hmm. When they have been seen, they have been described as not quite human, not quite fully animal. They're usually naked, but have been reported, um, it's been reported having seen creatures wearing tattered shirts or jeans. Hmm. So hmm. I don't, I don't know. I think that's interesting. That makes me mm-hmm. think of the incredible Hulk, you know, how, when he hulks out, he he's left with the, the like rags the, on him because yeah. he yeah. has changed shapes. But uh, anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Because if they're supposed to just put on the skin, why would they have jeans and jeans and tattered shirts on? Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, unless if they were trying to mimic a human nowadays and mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know. And mm-hmm. How long do they live? You know? Yeah, I didn't find anything on that. So. Are they immortal? Because one of the definitions was that they're humans. They're not Mm -hmm. supernatural creatures in and of themselves. They just gain these supernatural powers. So I'm assuming they live the life of a human. Although, you know, they said the leader is usually really old one. So how old Mm -hmm. is really old? Yeah. I don't don't know. Yeah. Because like, I know we have stories of just people seeing them today and Mm -hmm. so it makes me wonder if there are still like if it is a navajo shaman you know quote-unquote turning bad Mm -hmm. how many do we still have of wow sorry (laughs) navajo shamans turning bad nowadays you know and Mm -hmm. then and then especially there has been hundreds of years you know but i mean not not thousands you know, hundreds, you know, of years. But the the cultures are struggling to survive. So, like you said, I don't know how many are left because they've been decimated so badly. You know, mm-hmm. to to have skinwalkers come about. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the skin. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm you know. <laughs> okay. The skinwalker kills out of greed, anger, envy, spite, or revenge. It also robs graves for personal wealth and to collect much-needed ingredients for use in black magic. These witches live in the on the unexpired lives of their victims, and they must continually kill or they'll die themselves. Which okay, so if they if they don't to kill, yeah. then they'll live forever. Essentially, maybe so. You know, okay. like vampires, if they don't drink the blood, then they wither away and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they don't always die. But according to lore, I mean, who knows? Yeah. Skinwalkers and other witches have long been blamed for all manner of unexpected struggles and tragedies throughout the years, like sicknesses, droughts, poor crops, sudden deaths, mm-hmm. even smaller individual problems, such as a windstorm during a dance or alienation of affection by a lover. Um, the death of livestock, the reversal of fortune, all of those could often, both in native legends and in our own history with as witches, uh, it was often believed to be the work of a witch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how can you tell if someone is a skinwalker? I mean, we talked about a little bit about how they just don't look quite right in their animal form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um Those who have talked of their encounters with these evil beings describe a number of ways to know if one is near. They make sounds around homes, such as knocking on windows, banging on walls, and scraping noises on the roof. 
On some occasions, they have been spied peering through the windows. More often, they appear in front of vehicles in hopes of causing a serious accident. Oh, okay. If an animal leaves footprints, which then turn into human over time, it's guaranteed that they are a skinwalker. Okay. I just saw that happen in some kind of series I was watching. I don't remember what it was, but that was, might've been a movie. And they were trying to, oh, what was it? I can't remember, but the um, footprints turned from animal to human. And so it was obvious that it was a shapeshifter. Uh, Another sign is animal skins left lying around. Skinwalkers also leave a foul stench wherever they go. Okay. I've I've heard and read that too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I've got a lot of information that this one Redditor posted, and I don't know if this is something you came across or not, but apparently her grandfather is either somehow connected to the Navajo or the Ute uh, um, um, natives. I'm sorry. or is gained the trust. Whether this is true, I don't know. But she said, skinwalkers most often appear as deer. If not a deer, Mm -hmm. then a coyote. Mm -hmm. It is only the most skilled skinwalkers that can actually shift into a wolf. Okay. Which I thought was interesting because, you know, all the generic stuff that we read up above was, oh, yeah, the wolves and coyotes and all that. Yeah, a lot of stories that I've read are of them as some sort of like black wolf type Mm -hmm. of animal and deer are not predators so that goes against what the other thing that we i was talking about above Mm -hmm. so but this this girl's grandfather apparently has inside information so okay I, i don't know he said to take note of this when walking or moving through the desert if you ever see a deer, coyote, or other animal following you who clearly doesn't think of you as prey, it is highly likely that they are a skinwalker. Which I thought was interesting because I think skinwalkers would view us all as prey because they're out there to do mischief and evil and whatever. Mm-hmm. So that, I thought that one was an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Skinwalkers will all, always follow from the high ground when possible. If an animal, especially a non-predatory one, is following you from a high point, it is likely a skinwalker. The body shift. If you see an animal and the body doesn't follow the movements of the animal properly, it is probably a skinwalker. The most obvious example is the countless stories about deer who turned around but their legs stayed behind, which I've never heard of those stories. Um, often, unless they are at night at the highest level of, in the skinwalker clan, early skinwalkers will reveal themselves through clumsy shifts. Okay. So, you know, you get better as it, at it as, as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Practice makes perfect. So, Ren, I think this episode's going a little long. Maybe we should end it here as part one. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. We haven't really done like a part one, part two, back to back. So that sounds good. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. You can find us at www.c3witchypodcast.com. There you can find links to just about everything. Our social media, we've got Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, You can find links to our episodes, our merchandise. We've got really cool t-shirts. 
insulated wine tumblers and more. Uh, we're also starting to work on our blog a little bit more. So check that out as well. Yeah, I forgot to blog this week. (laughs) (laughs) I said Um, we were trying. I know. Uh, But if you guys like our podcast, please consider supporting us. We have both Patreon and Buzzsprout subscription. If you subscribe, you get extra goodies. (laughs) Um, We have brand new episodes out called in our series called after dark (laughs) Mm -hmm, definitely uh so far we've talked about sex magic and hexes with two episodes coming out every month let us know topics you want to cover want us to cover like dark magic you know literally whatever you want yeah on the darker side yeah yeah Thank you for our current supporters you guys are amazing we've got patrons and subscribers both through Patreon and Buzzsprout. We couldn't do this without you. I haven't forgotten about the tote bags for the patrons. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on those. I'll get those yeah. out to you I as think soon as I can. Yeah, I think we've kind of reached a max, you know. <laughs> um, so it might just be like a, what do you call it? Like a what's the word you roll the die and if you get a specific number then you win the prize (laughs) you know so it might just be like uh instead of everyone you guys if you guys are patrons then you guys get a chance to win fun free goodies and stuff like that that's a good idea yeah because it's been we've gotten a few patrons and we're so excited definitely but then it's like we make the tote bags ourselves and so we are running behind. So sorry. Yes. But we love everybody and we want to give everybody a fair chance. So if anything, after a certain amount, maybe like maybe the patron that our last patron is the last one to get a tote mm-hmm. bag. And then now it's going to be like a raffle. That's kind of that kind of thing. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. So another way to support us is you can do reviews um, like on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, you know, wherever you mm-hmm. listen. Yeah, yeah. That helps amazingly. So please, please review us. Spread the word. And thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. Woo. <laughs> Until then, stay wishy. <laughs> oh, woo. <laughs> <laughs>